Blog Talk Radio. tonight as well, and I'm glad you're all joining in for it. You can never get enough bashing of the left. You just can't do it. Okay. Um, So we'll start off the way we like to start off, going after Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, I was just reading an article, actually, and I've mentioned this issue a few times in the past, but you know, I cannot stress it enough. This uh, Copenhagen conference is such a sham. So, you know, I'm reading this article and it's honestly making me sick. For these people to... Talk about this like it's settled facts. Like, oh, there's no disagreement on this issue. We all agree that global warming is happening and man is causing it. And the way they conduct themselves in this matter, to me, is, is disgraceful. They don't listen to any opposing viewpoints. They don't care about the facts. They don't care about actual science. It's all this alarmist nonsense. And whether or not they actually believe this is true, I don't think is the defining point. The defining point is the fact that they're using this as an excuse to further their dreams of a socialist dystopia. Um, a one-world government where they steal from the wealthy nations under the guise of global warming to redistribute it around the world. You know, people don't seem to realize that if there's a this Copenhagen Treaty, at worst, what's going to happen is, well, essentially, will be a one-world government, um, not elected by anyone with the power to, for massive taxation. We're talking about five, six hundred billion American dollars going to this a year. For what? Is that really doing us any good? No. Um, you know, cutting, and at best, you know, cutting carbon emissions. Okay, carbon is not a pollutant. How many times do we have to say this? I mean, it's like a broken record with these people. They just don't seem to get it. And anyone, you know, people actually believe this stuff. I would love to hear someone justify why you believe this global warming is real. So if you think you can defend it, which you really can't because all you can defend it with is lies that you're told 
and I'm giving you a call at 347-308-8073. But there really is no legit excuse for it, um, despite the fact that I was politically motivated. Which is sad that there are so many people who will push their radical ideology, who will push their radical viewpoints, who will go to all ends of the earth, lie, cheat, steal, connive their way into anything. And that's just the unfortunate situation of some of these people. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully we're able to avoid this, but, you know, we don't have any control over what they're going to do over there. They can very easily, President Hussein could sign away our sovereignty. Because as he said, you know, we all have to make sacrifices because we have to sacrifice our standard of living. And, you know, it, it's just wrong. It's the only way to go about it. But these people don't care because it's their way or the highway. And that's the way they look at it. And not even in, in matters of, of that, but also, look at what, what happens with when you're just arguing with a leftist in general. If you don't agree with what they're saying, they'll go straight after you. That's why that's why they have nothing better to say. And if you're not agreeing with them, well, they're not going to be very tolerant of your views because they're tolerant as long as you agree with what they have to say. That's what a liberal is. Liberals don't care about your opinion. They don't care about being open and tolerant. If you don't agree with their warped ideology, their warped view of the world, well, it's just too bad. Then it's your fault. That's the way they look at it. So it's... um. All right. Anyway, if you want to call up the program, 347-308-8073. You can call up or you can press the talk button if you want to be on the program. We'd love to have you on there. Um, so we're going to be having some good shows coming up soon. I'm not going to reveal all the secrets of... Um, Of what's in store, but you'll have to tune in and keep finding it because there's always you never know what you expect on this show. That's what's great about it. I say things that people are afraid to say. And A lot of people who claim to be conservatives, and what are they? They're, they're politically incorrect. Sorry, politically correct. You know, let's be all PC. Let's not say the truth. 
Let us sugarcoat it and play into the hands of the left. That's the way some of these people think. And I think they're, quite frankly, toxic. And we shouldn't be dealing with that. We shouldn't have to deal with that right. It's it's quite sad, but um, that's the situation we're left with. Okay, you know, so I know a lot of people listen to this show. Um, for some reason or another, not a liberal listen in, but these same liberals who listen, only a few actually have the courage to confront me. Because leftists realize they don't have good ideas. They have nothing but rhetoric. Just like Obama, when Obama's speaking. Um, he has his teleprompter there, right? Take that away, what does he have to say? You can write all the pretty speeches you want and deliver them well, but they don't mean anything. It's empty rhetoric, you know, with a, oh, they have to change. Because we don't, and we need change. We can't have four more years of the same failed leadership of George Bush. Well, I wish we had four more years of that quote-unquote failed leadership because this leadership is no leadership at all. This guy basically campaigned on nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, what, what did he run on? What ideas, what innovative solutions? Uh, his his proposal to remake America, maybe, to turn it into something else. Because Barack Hussein Obama and his leftist allies don't like the United States of America. They don't like what it stands for. And that's why they want to destroy it. And we're seeing that now. You know, if, if he gets, despite all the damage he does with various things, there are certain proposals certain bills, if he gets these things, it's game over. If he gets this uh, socialized health care nonsense, it's game over. If he gets this cap and tax scam, it's game over. If he manages to undermine a sense of liberty in this country, or, or as fading as it is, as fading as it is, because it is fading, if he manages to destroy whatever semblance of that is remaining, then what are we left with? Not the land of the free and the home of the brave. Actually, I see a, a listener in here from Sweden. That's interesting. Um, if that person has a mic, I would love to hear from him. Tell me uh, how things are over there. You know, it's worse in Europe, actually. I mean, yeah, it's bad here, but Europe is far more advanced chronically than we are. But we're heading that way because we have this guy who likes to copy European socialist ideas, who wants us to be secularized like them. And uh, the Swedish guy left. Oh, well. Uh, wait, no, did he leave? Um, I think he did, yeah. Well, anyway, so that reminded me of a good point anyway. So he wants to turn us into what other countries are. He, he wants to make us into something this country wasn't. Ah, this, this fellow just changes into Karl Marx. Actually, it's good in Sweden. Oh, really? It's, it's good there. Um, let's see. Well, it's not as bad in Scandinavia as other countries, but there are still sub-replacement fertility levels. And you're letting in all these Muslims, so your weakness is going to destroy your countries. Same as the weakness and the, the misguided policies of Barack Hussein Obama are going to be destroying America. We'll be where you guys are in another 10 years if we don't change course, if we don't reverse the trends that are taking place right now. People need to wake up and realize what is happening in this country. 
they can try and say, oh, it's exaggerated, it's not really so bad. But the fact remains that it is. There is not a single thing this man is doing that is helping this country. You know, the founders are turning in their graves. Everything he does is a blatant and gross violation of the constitution of this nation and the values and the fabric of its very foundation of its its existence. Everything he does is to destroy that. I I often ponder, and I've asked this question of other people, would you rather live now or would you rather live 200 years ago, per se? Sure, you have the modern advances of today. Let's say let's, let's even go one step further. You live the same amount of years, the same quality of life, and you live well off 200 years ago. Would you rather live then or now? Well, then at least people were more moral, and at least people believed in liberty and freedom. And you know, it didn't even matter, regardless of party. Or even even 50 years ago, it didn't matter so much, regardless of party. And, but what do we have now? We have one party which does still believe in these values, but is not as committed to them, is not as hardcore about them as it needs to be, but definitely a lot better than the alternative, which is a party of traitors. The Democrat Party in this country consists of traitors who do not respect the foundation of our country, do not respect what makes it great, how could they? They believe in socialism, not an American concept. They believe in appeasement, not an American concept. They believe in secularism, not an American concept, murdering unborn children. They believe in the perversion that has plagued our society, or at least allowing it. What do these people believe in that is pro-American? The answer is simple. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. On the contrary, they despise America. They would love nothing more than to see its demise, to see its people are making the comparison now are we similar to Roman Empire? Well, Rome as a, as a state existed a lot longer than we did. Um, if you combine the Republic and the Empire, it's about a thousand years. Then if you add in the Eastern Empire slash the Byzantines, it's about another thousand years. So it is a longer span of time, but the principle remains the same. Have we grown weak? Have we lost focus? Have we been so plagued by corruption and poor leadership? Have we the courage to stand up? Have we the courage to actually defend freedom? To actually defend liberty? We must. We must have the courage to do that. Because if we don't do it, and then you might say, I'm one person, what can I do? Well, if everyone thinks that, what's going to happen? Everybody who loves this, who loves what this country was founded, not what it has become. Because what it has become, to me, is, is a, a shadow of its former self, a sham. Can we turn around what has become of this country? Can we say, we're going to go back to our Judeo-Christian roots and the values that it installed in our nation and our morality? Can we say we're going to go back to personal empowerment and principles of freedom and liberty? Can we say we're going to go back to strength, strong national security principles, not cutting our defense budget and tying the hands of of our military and worried about how we can 
further perverse the military as society has been. If we aren't worried about all these things, if we aren't trying actively to stop it, then what, you know, what is going to become of us? We will, for those of us who are towards the beginning of our life cycles, we'll live to see in America, which is a shadow of its former self. Who wants to, 50 years from now, say, you know, I remember back when America used to be free. Back when it used to be the greatest country in the world. Shining city on the hill. A torch of liberty. And what has it become now? I mean, look at what we allowed. Okay, people say, go around and say, God bless America. But I, I like to make this comparison here. Um, people like to say that. But can we really honestly say, God bless America anymore? What exactly is being blessed here? I mean, look at what we allow to occur in this country. Blind patriotism is never a good thing. See, I love what America was founded, what it once was. I don't love what it has become. I don't say, oh, I'm proud of President Hussein, great guy. Uh, didn't vote for him, but he's our president. Let's back him. He's, you know. First of all, this guy's not even qualified to be the president. Second of all, you know, if you have to sell your soul to do that, then what's the point? This guy does nothing right. I can't think of a single thing he's done that I agree with. And if, if you have that as a situation, then you really don't have much of a choice in that. Because you have the choice of forgetting your conscience, forgetting any principles you have, or actually standing up for something. Standing up for what's right. And I think too often enough, we don't do this. I mean, I, I'm guilty of this myself. Let's say you go, let's say you're sitting in a class. You hear some, I mean, it could be as small as this. Right? You sit in a class, you hear some leftist professor is some anti-American nonsense, but you're too afraid to speak up. You hear someone speak publicly, you listen to it, anti-American nonsense, too afraid to speak up. Regardless of how low or how high it is, we can't be too afraid to speak up. Now, how many other people besides me have called President Hussein a uh, Muslim terrorist sympathizer to his face? Well, he is one. I'm glad I said that. It's just brutal honesty. It's just brutal honesty. Okay, I see this troll in here who is uh, ranting about uh, anti-American stuff and anti-Republican stuff, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, Sweden is in much worse shape than the U.S. We're just heading that way. You guys have already reached the pinnacle of fail. You have... Sword now fail, and unfortunately, there's been an avalanche, and well, you're going to be crushed and laid down. So, sorry to break it to you, but that's the way it is. Because when you embrace these failed policies, eventually that's going to happen. <clears throat> you can only have a welfare state so long, you can only have socialism so long, you can only allow the corruption of your society and your economy for so long before it simply gets to the point where it's unsustainable. I mean, <clears throat> imagine a world with a U.S. like 
There wouldn't be a leader. Who would stand up against the forces of evil? Who would do it? We can't take some placebo and grow complacent, as some would suggest we do. We need to remain vigilant of what is happening. Because what is happening in this country has been a trend on every single level for decades on end. I mean, look at what we've become. 347-308-8073 is the number. Or you can click the mic on the show page if you want to talk on the air. But look at what we've become. Think of what goes on here each every day. When we wake up tomorrow morning, more unborn children will be murdered. More of our soldiers will die because of irresponsible policies of this administration. Not acting, hesitating, not doing enough, not going in that thing's the right way. Our economy will be further ruined for generations on end. Buried in debt for who knows how long. People will go about engaging in abhorrent acts, which were once illegal, further corrupting our society. And each and every day, these things happen. But we often don't think about it. We just pretend it doesn't exist. And to me, ignorance is the greatest form of all slavery. If you're ignorant of all the evil going on, if you either don't care, don't want to, don't want to pretend it's not happening, you're no better than the people who, during the Holocaust, smelled the concentration camps from miles away and knew what was going on, did nothing, pretended everything was fine. If you ignore evil, what makes you better than those who commit it? Because sometimes the laws in place or the policies being imposed by a government are simply not right. And it doesn't matter what, whether they're legal, whether they're illegal. Because there was a higher law than the law of man. And if we forget that law, then what has And to me, this is really the last moment we can see this. We see history slipping from our grasp. And it will judge us by how we handle these matters. You know, I know we, we're glossing over a lot of issues here, but to me, the life issue is the defining one of our time. And it's not given the proper treatment that it gets. We should never support any sort of politician, any sort of leader who does not respect this, who does not have a reference for this. There might be a few of you in the United Kingdom listening tonight. And to this I would say, you know, a lot of you don't like the Labour Party there. But is, are the Conservatives really that much better with the leader they have? Now over in the UK they have this guy, uh, David Cameron, who's a social liberal, who believes in even less restrictions on early term abortions. That's the kind of 
guy who should represent conservative values or he even claims he's a Christian? That's not representative of values. That's not what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about standing up for what is right always. Not making some political compromise. Not pretending something is not evil when it is. The immorality of that he knows no bounds. Because I believe that it's immoral beyond measure. Absolutely beyond measure. Three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three. If you want to call in on the program, or you can press the mic button on the home page of the show. I'd love to take your calls. Um, you might be wondering why well, I haven't taken any yet. I have been having some technical issues and I'm trying to load the switchboard here. It's being a pain. <laughs> so if you're waiting, uh, I appreciate your patience. I seem to have quite a bit of technical difficulties with this. But, um, you know, the technical difficulties that I have with the show, and nothing compared with the technical difficulties we have with America now. So, hey, hey, it could be worse, right? We have to sit through three more years of of technical difficulties. <laughs> and that's a nice way to put it. It's a very, very nice way to put it. Um, okay, uh, the switchboard's finally working. Let's see if I can get a call on here. All right, we have 7808 number. You're on the program. Hello. Howdy, stranger. Nice to meet you. Oh, is, is that the governor? Hi. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hello, governor. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, are you there, Mr. Governor? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so are you, are you a fan of the program? If I'm not me, who the hell am I? Oh. Isn't this great? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's a rhino, is, is on the program, apparently. Um, so uh, tell me, hey. Mr. Schwarzenegger, why, why are you a rhino? Wrong. Rebuilding California's economic engine, putting the needs of children first, reforming our political system so that the public interest comes before special interests. Interest, that's an interesting answer. So uh, what do you think of that uh, PTO down in South Africa? For 25 years, I've been an advocate for children. Always have, always will. I see, I see. Uh, wow, it's, it's so... Now, I have to say, uh, Mr. Governor... That's right, Yeah, I have to say, Mr. Governor, not your biggest yeah. fan. You're a bit of a, a liberal, and it, it kind of upsets me. I swear I would not kill anyone. Oh, well. I, I would like you to help me by government. not being liberal anymore. Could you do that for me? I have the utmost respect for women. Do you? Do you? I see. So, uh, Mr. Governor, why are you pro-abortion? Bullshit. Why do you believe in global warming? It's a hoax. Bipartisanship always. Ah, that's that's a superb, superb answer. Thank you. Thank you. I have the energy. Any uh, the any energy. words of wisdom, uh, Mr. Governor? I know that you have to. First of all, most important thing, business back to California. We are California, always at the forefront of innovation. Our farm products feed the world, and our technology is second to none. <laughs> uh, so how, how are things in California? California is in trouble. It is. That's not good. Day one. Please how it works. 
$120 million in the last five years. The casinos wow. make billions, yet pay no taxes and virtually nothing to the state. Indian casino drives great money politics in Sacramento. Well, that is definitely not good. So what's, uh, what's the important thing is money. Is that right, Mr. Governor? In my life, the goals that I've set for myself, I've been able to achieve. Interesting. So any, any plans for the future? I will do the people's work, and I will take responsibility and be accountable to you. Ah. I thank and you for that. I have only one more question. It really comes down to this. I will go to Sacramento, and I will clean house. California is spending $29 million per day more than it takes in. Don't you understand? I feel like I was meant for something more than this. Wow. That is, uh, that is very shocking. Uh, do you think you can fix that problem? What's going on? This is me, Alex <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, for calling up the program. It's, uh, but I hope uh, you live in the room for my fist because I'm going to have it in your stomach if I give you them fine. Oh, my God. Thank you for that. Uh, whew, the governor got a little angry there. Um, <laughs> i got to say, I don't agree with the fact that he's a rhino. I'm not a big fan of that, but, hey, nice of him to call up. Wow. Interesting. Interesting stuff, definitely. All right, 347-308-8073. Or press the talk button if you want to uh, get on the program. We'd love to have you. We'd be delighted to have you on the show. Okay. Anyway, um, why don't we get back to the topic of hand care? That's another thing, actually. Not only the leftists, were leading to the decline of this nation. But we have we have the Rhinos, or the Kinos, or conservatives in name only, who are giving us a bad name. They go around pretending they're conservatives. And they say things which is you know, things that liberals would say, or people who think that we need to be more moderate in order to be successful. Well, how, okay, haven't these people been proven wrong so many times? I mean, how many, how many occasions do we have to show how absolutely ludicrous they are, how absolutely nonsensical their ideas are? And uh, well, I hate to cut myself off here, but I have to answer this question being filled in in the, in the chat here. Uh, I'm asked, why will socialism destroy the nation? Um, to level off the tax dealing, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, you know, Ronald Reagan said, you know, how do you know a communist? How do you, how do you tell a communist from an anti-communist? Well. A communist is someone who reads Marx and Lenin. An anti-communist is someone who understands Marx and Lenin. And anyone who believes in this nonsense, sure, capitalism is not perfect. It has its evils. But compared to socialism or communism, there is no comparison. Socialism, you empower the state and the state runs everything, and they tax the heck out of you, and they say that we know what's best to use your money. That's not a good thing. That usually ends up very badly. In social, in communism, communism can only work feasibly in a small community. And then you might want to take the atheist part out of it. If it's used in a state, um, I think we might have tried that a few times. Uh, from what I recall, it didn't work out too well. So we, we might we might want to avoid that in the future. 
But, um, I mean, there's actually people who think, oh, we just haven't done communism right, let's do it again. Because apparently 100 million people dying from communist tyranny and oppression is not enough. Let's have more people die from it. Because communism is wonderful. It's good all around. It's good times. Uh, you have to love that, don't you? Well, it, it's a shame that there are actually people so ignorant, so completely warped into this thinking. That they can actually believe this stuff. And actually go around and say, well, maybe we just haven't done it right. Let's do it again. I mean, really. How many times does something have to fail? How many times do people have to die before we realize, well, Maybe this isn't a great idea. Maybe it's something we should avoid doing. 347-308-8073. If you want to discuss what we've been talking about or anything, please call up or press the talk button on the show page. Love to hear from you. Whether you agree with me, disagree with me what have you. Um, wow. I have some, I, I'm getting some socialist trolls in this chat tonight, but most of them don't really have the, the guts to call us. It's, it's always that way. You know, we've done, I don't know how many shows we've done, we've done scores of shows, and uh, it's pretty much the same thing every time with these people. Well, every once in a while you get one who actually, we'll talk about it, but not always. Um, I have to answer a few points here. Firstly, someone says, Stalin was right in the military sense. Well, if in the military sense means getting 20 million or you know, getting millions of your soldiers killed and having 20 million of your people purged, that's pretty sick. And I don't think that's exactly good for the country either, but it wasn't about that. It was about him exerting his absolute control, his absolute authority. Um, <clears throat> uh, the this, this Swedish fellow can't call because he's recording my faggotry bull blank. Okay. Um, the show is recorded automatically and they're podcasted on the site. So there's no need to record them because they're recorded anywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> but I guess being a socialist, you can figure that out. Or a communist, you can really figure that out. I know it's so complex to understand the concept of podcasting, a, a, uh, a radio program. Um, Purges were not military actions. Well, they were still carried out by the military, by the secret police. Um, and in a sense, the Soviet military had a purge-type policy. Because what did they do? They sent millions of soldiers to their death because they had so much manpower, they didn't care. Go ahead, die. Doesn't matter. That's what communism does. And to the other question that was asked, why would socialism destroy this country? Because it would remove the whole point of personal empowerment, the whole point of individualism that has been around for centuries. If you take away individuality, you destroy a huge part of society. You destroy a huge part of what's supposed to, what freedom is supposed to be. And if anybody wants to live in an America where we have that liberty taken away, 
that freedom rips away. That's not one that I would find. Anyone who does find it would probably be happy in, oh, I don't know, North Korea. That sounds like a lovely place to live, doesn't it? I hear it's beautiful this time of year. So, hey, if, you, if you're into communism, if you're into that sort of thing, And you're ahead. Ah, because freedom is a mass classified. Actually, no. In the Soviet Union, it was the ruling elites who were the upper class, and then the whole proletariat, which was the vast majority of the population. In the Western world, particularly in the United States, you have a fairly small number of the rich, but you have a huge middle group where people live very well, and you have a very small group at the bottom. There are very few people who suffer under Western systems. Very few. But under the former Soviet Union or communist nations, very many suffer. So it's pretty clear which one is the great evil. And which one that's so much. Another comment. Um, America is ruled by the small elites, if I haven't figured it out. Not really true because there are people who have risen to the top who are not part of that. So that's really not not the case. There are elites in certain circles of power, sure, but not everywhere. In terms of the money, while money can help you win a campaign, I don't believe you can really buy a campaign because you still need to have ideas to win. And without any ideas, I would think people would realize that's it's simply empty. Empty words. And that's about it. Well then again, people didn't really uh care much for the fact that Obama had nothing to say but empty words either. But I suppose that's another story for another day. Um, all right, three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three. If you want to be a part of the program, please call up. Feel free. We would love to have you on the show. Um, or if you can't call, use your microphone. It's that simple. That simple. Okay. Oh, you know, I want more of this leftist bashing on here. We have a whole show on the stuff these people write. Uh, if you're not in the chat, you're missing some some pretty funny stuff here. Um, <laughs> let's see. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Let's mention Halliburton. Really, Halliburton. I, I mean, enough with, with this. It's never-ending harping on this. I mean, on and on and on again. People try to point out corruption amongst the right. Well, there's very little, if any, corruption amongst the right. And amongst the left, there's very much. And people on the right who are corrupt, who abuse their power, who are only in it for the power, don't deserve to be there anyway, and I hope they get rooted out. As they rightfully and ought to should be. But with that said, that doesn't mean we should throw out everything that has made our country great. everything that works. If you ask people if they're satisfied with the way our 
society is, with the way our country is. Most would agree. Well, not, not the current state, but the way it's set up to work. Most would agree. Yeah, I mean, it needs some tinkering, but for the most part, it works. Now, of course, now we live in an age where, like we've talked about the whole hour, there's so much deterioration in every facet. But that doesn't mean that we have to completely reject everything and embrace something else, which we know fails. Socialism and especially communism, whenever they're put into practice, fail miserably. I mean, you know, fail does not even begin to describe this. But yet, we're expected to listen when our tyrant of a president wants to socialize of 18% of the American economy. When he wants to make us pay taxes for carbon emissions, which is complete rubbish. Hell, which Al Gore made a $100 million fortune off that carbon credit scam. And we're expected to simply into this. And I think this is wrong. Okay. Um three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three if you want to call in and uh, talk on the program. I've been hearing today a little bit about in another class discussion. I've been talking a little bit about sorry, I I've, now I've got my words mixed up probably. The, you know, I think the intellectual fail exhibited by the left can be contagious if you're not careful. You listen to too much of their nonsense. It could kill you. So be careful with that. Okay. Um, anyway, so they're talking about Dick Cheney talk running for president in 2012. Interesting. I think it's very interesting. Um, but the reason why he didn't run for president in 2008 is because of his health. Uh, I don't know if he could take that if that were the case. I um, I mean, there are some issues with Cheney could be more conservative on. He's certainly been under defense matters. Um, but I think it would be hilarious if um, he were to beat the President Hussein. Ah, yes, the old, uh, let's, let's, all let's all vilify Dick Cheney and He's Darth Vader. I mean, that's all these people have to say. They they can attack anyone on the right as much as they want, but if you dare say anything about someone on the left, ooh, how dare you? Uh, I think there was a caller on there. I was about to put you on, but then you hung up. So if you want to call back, 347-308-8073, or press, press the talk button. To talk on the air. Okay. Um, and, you know, uh, people mention this Ron Paul guy. I mean, he's a nice guy, but on the whole, on the, on the, on the issue of Islamic jihad, he is totally warped. And I argue with him over this. I mean, totally warped. And his, I mean, he's, you know, a nice guy, but his followers are crazy. These people are insane. If you're a diehard Ron Paul fan, something's probably up. Uh, in terms of telling, uh, well, oh, oh, why don't we? Uh, uh, I'll put, I'll hold that thought, 
because we have the infamous have the infamous exodus on the line. Hello. On the line. Hello. Hello. Guess what? It's what? me, Pee Wee. What? <laughs> uh, wow, what a troll. Okay. All right, well, that, we'll jump right back into Sarah Fallon. <laughs> All right, cool. So here's the problem with her. Now, I'm not a Palin hater like some people, but she's not conservative enough. She favors domestic partnerships. Um, she left that scumbag around her kid, and she knew what was going on and didn't do anything about it. Um, to me, that, that raises eyebrows. She resigned as governor and ran to you know taking a million one point twenty five million dollar advance for her book and going around speaking and actually this one speech in Iowa she I guess they offered her a nice sum but she demanded she demanded this which very you know I mean maybe former presidents get this that's about it she demanded a hundred thousand dollars to speak at an event in Iowa when it seems like you're in it for the money I don't like that. Either. So these things bother me. With that said, I have more important targets than her, so I'm not one of those people who's going to go out and I'm going to attack her, but just something like that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to get a last-minute comment in, 347-308-8073, or press on the talk button to talk on the air. Um, yeah, I have seen people, videos of people waiting for her and and whatnot. I wouldn't wait that long for anyone. When I saw Barack Hussein Obama, um, I was in line for not even five minutes. I wasn't going to wait for him. The only reason I went to see him was because it was two minutes away from my dorm, and people were already in line. So... Although I had to wait a little bit when I was inside, which wasn't worth it. But, uh, you know, I'm sure he remembers me one day. So I'll say, you still sympathizing with the Muslim terrorists? Like, oh, was that you? Oh, I remember you. Oh, how dare you say that to me? I'm Barack Hussein Obama. So, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I think I do a pretty good Barack Hussein Obama. Is he, I mean, have you seen the horrible impression that... Uh, What's his face? Uh, Fred Armisen does in SNL. And, and does anybody laugh at that? That's not good. It's horrible. I do a much better Obama. <clears throat> oh, you know, I talk about hope. I'm going to talk about change. I don't know why, though. You're listening to this uh, A.J. Bruno guy. He's a right wing radical, and you shouldn't listen to him. Much better. I think that is pr- that's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I haven't heard better. It, it, it can be difficult to get it spot on. And I... Yeah, <laughs> wait, people... Uh, that's the funniest thing you said all night. Wait, people still watch SNL. Unfortunately. Very bad. It is painful to watch. So you'll get a funny scene every couple of episodes. And you'll get, like, one good episode a season. That's pretty much it. It's just pretty much habit at this point. Uh, anyway... Hope you enjoyed the show. We're coming down to the last minute and change here. Um, Republican government has helped terrorists all over the world. My friend Bush is all, oh, please. You know, know, Republicans help support movements of liberty and freedom. And in certain cases, certain dictators to prevent worse ones from taking power. Necessary but necessary nonetheless. Okay. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening tonight. Tell your friends about the show. We're going to have some guests in the near future. I'll announce them. Um, we'll be back tomorrow night, like I said, from December 4th to 15th. We're having nonstop episodes every night, 10 p.m. to 11 Eastern. Daylight time. We'll be back with more liberal bashing, with more good stuff. You'll want, and if you, if you pray to the public, we're going to have a big show in the near future. You want to stay tuned for that also. Um, that'll be a different type of show, but keep listening to the AJ Bruno. On tomorrow, we're back 
This is the Conservative Revolution. A.J. Bruno, your noble leader. I'm signing off for now. See you tomorrow.